Yeah! The major announcement indeed, Slee. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. You feeling good this morning? I'm feeling good. So what's your game plan? Like, how are you... When are you going to kind of give some information out? You know, when you say major announcement, yes. I have a feeling you're going to sit back and say, ah, we'll just do it, you know, whenever we feel like it. Like, I, I don't know what your game plan is. <laughs> well, I have a plan. I always have a plan. I'm so sitting in the passenger seat. I have no idea what exit you're taking. <laughs> just your seatbelt's on. You're going to be fine. I'm not going to hit anything, I don't think. You know, you never really know for sure. But, no, this is exciting. We found out yesterday yep. that starting on September 7th, one week from today, that's right. You, you and I are going to get a third hour on this program. We're going to get a third. So you're going to get three hours of Travis Inslee. We're going to start an hour later. Mm-hmm. We're going to start at 10 a.m. or 9.55. We're yep. going to start at 9.55 in the morning, and we're going to go all the way up to 1 o'clock for Mason in Ireland. So we are doing more Travis Lee. Look, it's 50% more Travis Inslee. It's a big deal. It well, is a very big deal, and basically we're taking over. That's kind of what's happening. They told me I'm going to do one less hour, and they said <laughs> to you, you're going to do one additional hour. Uh, Trav, it's, uh, we'll, we'll get three hours a day, Monday through Friday, like you said, 9.55, leading up to uh, the Mason and Ireland show. So it's going to give us an opportunity, especially the timing. Just think about the timing. How great is this right now? Is this not arguably the best time in sports? The next 30 days – Everything is going to start colliding. By the time we're a month away from Lakers preseason starting, obviously mm-hmm. we know what's going to happen in the NFL with the Rams and the Chargers and that conversation. Raiders, everything else on a local basis, and Dodgers will be walking away starting today, thirty games away from the postseason starting. So we're excited about it. We get more local, uh, obviously from a, a local perspective, and for you and I, another hour on top of what we're doing. And like Chris said, we're going to cover the lunch hour. So that's exciting for me because I will have suggestions. I will have things that I want to get into, perhaps for you, criticisms of what it is that you're deciding to eat for lunch. There's yeah. there's a whole bunch of opportunities in here for me. In fact, uh, our, our mutual buddy, Kirk Morrison, sent me a text last night of these beautiful chicken wings that he had made. I gave a recipe on the Rams pregame show. Okay. Kirk put the recipe into effect and gave me credit for my, uh, my brilliant culinary skills and said how look. good they were. Did it look good? It looked perfect. Kirk, Kirk's do his guy, job. Kirk obviously has some skills. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, listen, the fact that it does leak into the lunch hour, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's a good thing. Like, I, I can't understand if for you, you know, <laughs> I don't know, you get cranky if you haven't eaten yet. I mean, you're, it's not like you're going to be able to take down whatever you're taking down yeah. at, at 11 a.m. or at, at noon. <laughs> I'm cranky under the best of circumstances, so that really doesn't matter all that much. So that's happening. It's happening one week from today, September 7th. We are starting at 9.55 in the morning, an hour later than we typically do, but we're going an hour longer as well. We're going to take you right up to the Mason and Ireland show at 1 o'clock, so very, very excited about that. Other breaking news, and we'll spend a little time on this, that Cam Newton is out in New England, and maybe not a huge surprise. He has not played well a couple of years ago. I think that the people that like Cam Newton's game consist of a list of two. It's Cam Newton and Keyshawn Johnson. Those are the only two people that are, are, are fans of Cam at this point. But boy, oh boy, the first thing that popped into my mind Slee, was how much juice does Bill Belichick have to do something like that? Uh, as much juice as you can have in any professional sport. So um, can you, uh, about a week and a half away from the season start, eight days away from the season starting, can you just drop a bomb like that and say, okay, you know what, we're going to go in a different direction. We're going to throw in a quarterback that has not taken an NFL snap. Yes, you can because you're Bill Belichick. And I know you promoted this about 10 minutes ago or so, and we'll do it. 
we'll go through some of the different coaches and managers and leaders here in L.A. that have that type of juice. Nobody's going to have it like Belichick, but the closest thing to that. Yeah, here in town, we got a bunch of guys that have been around a while, that have won championships, that have come mm-hmm. close to winning championships. So who is the, uh, I guess, the juiciest of the local L.A. coaches? We'll get into that in a little bit. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And if you want to be a part of the Travis and Slee Nation, you can do it on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed and the Dr. Pepper call-in number 877-710-ESPN. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. How long has it been since we've gotten to say this? The Dodgers are closer to first place today than they were yesterday. It seems like the better part of months where Dodgers win, Giants win. Dodgers lose, Giants lose. It's just been this peeling of days off the calendar without actually making up any ground. They made up some ground last night. The Brewers did us a favor. Brewers yeah. beat the, the Giants in San Francisco, and the Dodgers looked pretty darn sharp against the Braves last night at Dodger Stadium. The one thing that the Dodgers um, can't control, they obviously can't control what the Giants are doing, but they continue to put pressure on. It's not like, you know, if you look at the Atlanta Braves in that division, there's no real pressure on the Atlanta Braves. For the Dodgers, you have to deliver every single night, and they have, you know, for the most part. I know that you dropped the two or three against the Rockies. We talked a little bit about that yesterday. You had two different opportunities over the weekend to gain some ground on the Giants. Who would have thought you're gaining ground against the Braves and not against the Rockies, just using Mm -hmm. that as an example? Um, But it's not a shock. It's not a huge surprise. I, I would say this. I would say that... You know, obviously Brewers being the Giants in a game, Brewers are a good team. Um, Dodgers beating the Braves, and even the way kind of that game panned out, it, it ended up you, you put up five runs in the first three innings, and you ended up with five runs when it was all said and done. You win 5-3. But, Trav, uh, you know one player that we just we don't talk enough about, and this is Julio Deas has done nothing wrong. He's leading the majors right now in wins. Yeah, right? Just think about great. that for a second. Like, Think about who's – what pitchers represent the Los Angeles Dodgers, and he's leading the majors in wins right now. Um, you still got Bueller and you still got Scherzer for these final two games against the Braves. You'll get Udeas again against the Giants. Dude's got 15 wins, and it, it's I don't know how to properly explain it. He hasn't done anything wrong to not get you know as much pub as he does. And he the, gets the pub. other guys are just too good. They're the, just the other too guys good. are just too good. Yeah. So, no, I, you it, know, and, and the only reason why I mention that is because this is a good day to talk about Julio Reyes because it was him that put the Dodgers a game and a half closer or a game closer and now a game and a half behind the Giants. And you still got Bueller and Scherzer for the next two. Look, let, let, I'm going I'm to cut. I'm going to jump to this. This is why the wild card is so terrifying. Okay, we, we've gone over this a million times. One game, anything can happen, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. We get it. Yep. It's it's basically a glorified coin flip. Even if you're the Dodgers and you're loaded up with Scherzer and Bueller and Urias and all of these guys, all you got to do is lose one. Lose one. And, and, and mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball, we see it all the time. The Rockies just beat the Dodgers two out of three. The Rockies are bad. The Dodgers are good, and they beat them two out of three times. <laughs> the evidence point, right? is right there in front of mm-hmm. you. That being said. What will not happen, I don't believe, is the Dodgers are going to lose a series with those three dudes pitching, right? One night, sure, Bueller could have a bad night. Scherzer sure. could have a bad night. We, we, we've seen it. But those guys, three, those three pitchers in a five-game series, 
in a seven-game series, they're not going to get beat three or five times or four times. It's not going to happen. That's why it's so important that the Dodgers mash the gas in September, that they fire every possible bullet that they can fire in this series coming up this weekend, that you do everything you can to win this division. Because if they get in to a best-of situation, whether it's divisional round, whether it's championship series round, whether it's World Series round, yep. they're going to be incredibly difficult to beat with those three guys. And that's what, that's not even talking about Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw. Right. If, if Kershaw comes back, that gives you so many more options because now you can put Urias in the pen. But mm-hmm. it's so important that they stay out of that thing. I, I was I think of the Giants here, and you know we were doing this over the last month or so. It's like here are the Giants playing unbelievable baseball. Everybody doubting the San Francisco Giants, and they're sitting here saying to themselves, after all this, we're only a game and a half in front of the Dodgers. Like we cannot, you cannot. If you envisioned the most, the absolute best that the Giants can do, right? Yeah. Nobody in baseball would have thought. We've been saying this for over. I feel a like month, we've been saying a it month for or about more. seventy days or something along those lines. We keep saying that. Okay, the Giants at some point they're going to come back to reality. They have not come back to reality. And then as the dust just settle, settles and you have thirty games left in the season, you're just approaching the final month. It's a game and a half difference between the Dodgers and the Giants. If you're the Giants, you know, not only are you wanting to win the division for a number of different reasons, but the bigger reason is you you want the Dodgers to be in that position that that one game, that's the best chance the Giants Your have best to chance beat the of Dodgers. Not, of beating them is, the is Dodgers, letting someone else beat them Yes, once. in one game. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? I yeah, saw, no, I, you're I, right. I know, I know that's obviously not – breaking news or anything but it's just got it's got a feel for the Giants that after all this they're only a game and a half out that's got to be a a gut punch I think this is why we're getting an extra hour I think this let let me let me explain to you why we're going to be on for three hours instead of two starting next Tuesday uh, September 7th starting at 955 in the morning going until one this is why because basically I'm a genius that, sure. that I, I, I was I, gonna I, I was gonna say that before you said it, and I think I, many I, I, I think many <laughs> listeners who are on the road right now are nodding their head like, "Yep, that's it, that's the one, that's so the one." Let me let me explain to you my genius again. But pay attention. Sure. It's important. Write this <laughs> down, Funches. Funches, write this down. Get ready. <laughs> the reason we're getting an extra hour, and I'm a genius, is that pressure that you just described. That pressure that's on the Dodgers, that pressure that the Dodgers win and win and win and win and win, and we're not catching up to the Giants, and we're still three and a half back, three and a half back, two weeks goes by. Okay, now it's two and a half, but we just can't make up any ground. I said this about two, three weeks ago. The pressure that's on the Dodgers to catch them is exactly the same pressure that's on the Giants to pull away. While we're sitting here in L.A. looking at, wait, the Dodgers won 17 out of 20 and picked up one game? The Giants are looking at it saying we won 16 out of 20 and lost ground. We went 16 and 4 and lost ground. Hmm. That is a terrifying proposition. I would even argue out that it's probably the worst of the two positions to be in. Yeah, I get it. You'd rather have the lead, but it's much easier to chase something than it is to keep somebody away from you, right? And the Dodgers are chasing. The Dodgers have a better roster. The Dodgers have a better team. The Dodgers have more experience. All of these things along the way. And it happened again. The Giants are thinking, okay, we just lost two out of three in Atlanta. And they're, 
Oh, my God, finally. Thank, thank, thankfully, the Dodgers had a bad weekend as well. But then they turn around, and the Dodgers beat the team that the, that the Giants couldn't beat a couple of times, that the Dodgers have been relentless in their pursuit of them. And it hasn't been that they've both played average baseball or they both played below-average baseball. They've both played about as well as you can, and they can't pull away. That is an unbelievable amount of pressure as a front-running team. And the Giants, maybe, three out of the last four, they've dropped along the way. We haven't seen that from them in a really long time. Maybe finally it's starting to crack. But, you know, I, I think when you explain it that way, yes, the Giants have to, for everything the Dodgers accomplish, the Giants have to obviously respond and vice versa. But the pressure's still on the Dodgers. You know, Dodgers, that's – I hear what you're saying about the Giants have to respond to everything that they're doing. But here's mm-hmm. the reality. The reality is Dodgers are expected to win the World Series, not the Giants. Coming into this season, the pressure's on the Los Angeles Dodgers, not the San Francisco Giants. And I, I say that because – let me give you a good example, and I, I know I make many Laker analogies on this. Phoenix might – Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix and Phoenix Utah might have had the best record, one and two in the Western Conference – Nobody still expected them to win. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody walked into the playoffs saying, well, that's the team you really got to fear. And I, I, I use that as an example because for the Dodgers, you're not expected to do anything other than win the division and then make a run for a World Series. For the San Francisco Giants, you're the surprise. You're the shocking predicament that has gone toe-to-toe with the best team in Major League Baseball. You know, you were just kind of, the way you laid it out, like the Ureas, Walker Bueller, and, and Scherzer, Scherzer, and it's not in that order. I'm just using that order, sure. just the predicament they're in today. But that predicament of you got to face those three in a five- or seven-game set. Come on. How are you going to grab three or four against the Dodgers in that predicament? And you haven't even counted Kershaw. I still think more pressure on the Dodgers to figure out how to get in front of the division because the only way they lose, you're in a one-game wild card. I'm going to put this in basketball terms, too. They're playing a game of horse, okay? The Dodgers are Steph Curry. The, the, The Giants are somebody that's not Steph Curry. They're shooting well, but Steph was cold for a minute, and now he's hot, and the pressure is if you miss... You're going to lose. The, the, the pressure is on you because – You can't miss a shot. St- you can't Steph, miss a shot. You can't mm-hmm. miss, Steph is now hot. Okay? When he gets hot, he's not going to miss. Okay? It's not that, oh, well, he's going to miss a few. When we, no, 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 no. He finally figured it out. The Dodgers have finally figured out most of these components, and it feels like they're just sitting there waiting going, okay, you, your, your margin of error is virtually zero at this point. If you, and, and that pressure I think is different than the pressure of knowing you're better knowing that there's a little bit of time on your side, not a ton, but a little bit of time on your side, and that you're playing arguably your best baseball of the season. There, there's a ton more baseball to get into. Blake Trinan pitched the ninth inning last night. Just throwing that out there, just another opportunity. Another one of my genius moves that's going to give us that third hour starting a week from today. All right, we'll get into the Dodgers coming up in about 15 minutes. More of the Blake Trinan conversation as well. But coming up next... The Lakers are old. They may be getting older, but we're overlooking the most important part of all of this. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I just want you to know, Al, that every morning I wake up and I scour the internet looking for stories of robots come sentient so I can send them to you. 
that you're worried about Boston Dynamics taking over the world. What did we do? Didn't we do this one time where I think we were talking about being worried about, you know, people kind of tracking us, our phones and everything else. I'm like, hey, it's, it's been going on for a long time, guys. What, uh-huh. do, what do we – let's let's stop worrying about that. I'm still uh, – by the way, I'm still kind of – I like the way you set up. You said this is why – what did you say in that last segment? This is why I'm a genius? Is yeah. The way well, it's one, it? it's one of the reasons why. Who Not says a- that? <laughs> but who says that? Who Me, goes out of their did. way to angle that way and say, you know what, Al – Let's take a quick second and let's appreciate greatness. What do you, what I do you am mean, great. Who? Me. I just did it. I just did it five minutes you ago. It. You did do it. And that's why we're starting at uh, 9.55, starting a week from today, going all the way to 1 o'clock. Bonus hour for Travis and Slee moving forward. 877-710-ESPN. Al and I are on a little bit of opposite pages on who there's more pressure on, the Dodgers or the Giants, going into this final month of the season, 30 games to go. You can call us on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 877-710-ESPN. You can send your tweets at Travis Rogers, at Alan Slee as well. Already got a couple of calls on it. Let's start in Los Angeles with Chris. Chris, you are on with Travis and Slee, which now has a bonus hour because I'm a genius. What's up, Chris? <laughs> hey, fella. Do you remember the 2002 season? Refresh they my memory. Exact same, they, they did the exact same thing. Mariners would win, Angels would win, and vice versa. So this is eerily similar with the Dodgers. So I, I would hope that they didn't have to do it by the wild card, but the Angels won through the wild card. And how ironic would it be if the Dodgers and the Angels won a world ch- uh, championship to the wild card, so we'll see. Yeah, Chris, I, I do remember that season, and I remember the Mariners and the Angels going down to the wire. And look, you can win a World Series out of the wild card. That's not the. It's not that if you go into there, you're at a disadvantage of winning the World Series. It's that you're at a disadvantage of even getting into the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> if you win the wild card, you have as good a chance as anybody else, really. It, once you're in, you're good. But, Al, it's that. It's the randomness of one that's so one scary game. about it that you'd it's, want to skip it. You know, you, you you had such a good example just over the weekend. You're like two of three. Rockies took two of three from the Dodgers, you know. that's This can happen in, in a one-game scenario. Obviously, that can happen. But I, I want to go back to something. And when we say that who's got more pressure, the Dodgers or the Giants, mm-hmm. I, I want to I wanna explain what I mean by this when I say that I get that the Giants have set these expectations now where uh, they're still in front of the division. they got the best record in baseball. Look, you don't play 132 games and have the best record, and it's not a big enough sample size. Okay, A small sample <laughs> sure. size is one month. It's not sure. five months. Gotcha. So there's still 30 games left. But when I say that no matter what happens the rest of the way, I still feel like the Giants are playing with house money. And the reason why I say that is – we didn't have expectation. If the Giants ended up winning a World Series, you and I would both be sitting here saying, like, what the hell just happened? How did the Giants? The Giants went from nobody expecting them to be even a two-horse race in the NL West to um, having the best record and uh, eventually winning a World Series. The expectations are not there for the Giants. When I, when I say that it's the Dodgers that's got the most pressure, that's the storyline this year. If the Dodgers don't – if the Dodgers didn't get out of the wild card – because they faced the Padres and Hugh Darvish had one good outing and that was it. Mm-hmm. That's the storyline the rest of the way. And, and I think for the Giants, if they ended up not winning the division and then got in the wild card and the same scenario plays out, the Padres beat them, that's not much of a story. Eh, I don't know. I, I, I If this were July, I'd feel like that. But the fact of the matter is that if this is a race, 
we're on the bell lap right now. The Giants mm-hmm. have led every step of the way. They had a big lead at the halfway point in the race. They've had a really comfortable lead at the three-quarter mark of the race. But now we're about you know nine-tenths of the way into the race, and the guy that's supposed to win the race is now breathing down your neck. But the, difference, not- is, the difference is the entire race, everybody's still expecting them to lose. Not, you see not, what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but – the lead is getting smaller and smaller mm-hmm. and smaller, mm-hmm. and it's not that they're spinning the bit. That's the thing. That's the problem. If this were just the Giants all of a no, sudden playing great. Still not playing great. great, and you're like, mm-hmm. look, this is finally the math evening itself out, right? That this was a team – I don't know what the number was. This is a team that was projected to win 83 games. They're going to win 96, but the math is backing up. They're starting to get these losses in along the way. It's not what this is. They're still on a pace to win 100 games. They're, they're still on pace to win 100 games. It's just that the Dodgers are going to win a little bit more, it looks like. That, and the pressure that comes along with that, knowing that, okay, we've been far better than we thought we'd be, but we're going to need to be even better than that. Dodgers just need to be themselves. That, that just do you is a lot easier than, hey, uh, do you plus 25% more. That's, that's, a, that's a big ask. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So, I'll tell me that Rondo official today at some point, right? Is that yeah. is that the expectation? Yeah, it looks like he'll be. That's what Woj was reporting. He's you know cleared and and will eventually become uh, you know obviously another uh, addition to the Lakers offseason. And there's you know talk out in the universe that maybe DeAndre Jordan might join the Lakers at some point. That he's mm-hmm. he might be available. Do you rather have him or Marcus Gasol? I know you talked about that on Lakers talk last night, but it's another old dude. And the, the Lakers the, the Lakers age is. Like Cam Newton had been on the street for four seconds before somebody said, oh, the Lakers should sign Cam Newton. Yuck, 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 yuck. Good, good one. Okay, fine. They're old. Did you know that they're this old, that they have six of the 13 oldest players in the league? No. No, I did. And, and let's, let, let me go through the list because uh-huh. I think this is kind of fascinating and something sticks out here that it's like you know it, you realize it, but I guess it just doesn't until you see it on paper. Um, okay, Udonis Haslam. Oldest player in the NBA. Andre Iguodala second. Okay, here's the first Laker, Carmelo Anthony. All right, not that big of a deal. Okay, how often are you really going to use Carmelo? Are you going to really depend on him this season? Not that much. He'll get kind of small stints. J.J. Redick, the fourth oldest player. Who's number five? LeBron. Did you know it was LeBron? No. I mean, if you would have asked me, I may have been able to, but off the top of my head, I wouldn't have gotten it. I definitely wouldn't have. Like, you know. So many teams, sometimes you look and you see a guy on the bench and you're like, that guy's still in the league? That guy's still there? Oh, my gosh. I remember that guy five years ago was in the playoffs, something along those lines. So I'll continue to go down the list. Then it's Marcus Gasol, Paul Millsap, uh, P.J. Tucker, your boy Taj Gibson, Trevor Ariza, Love Dwight Taj. Howard, Rajon Rondo. Okay, <laughs> So th- that's the 13 oldest players in the NBA. You know what all those players have in common? They're all other in the Lakers. Than, <laughs> uh, other, other than Chris Paul – uh-huh. who's also you know somewhere in that mix or whatever the case is, and even Chris Paul, that's kind of a little bit different of a scenario. Mm-hmm. It's a trip to think about LeBron that still depending this much on a player, still I could make an argument. If you told me, right, if you were going to make a case, if I said, hey, Trav, you have to make a case that LeBron James is still an MVP player, sure. you could make that case. And I'd you be could right. Sit here, exactly. You could sit here <laughs> yeah. and, and have a short list that you can make that case. It's weird when you see it on paper. Yeah, that that's where LeBron James is in the NBA. Yeah, no, it's extraordinary, is what it is, and I think it's another perfect example of. I don't want to say LeBron James doesn't get credit because that's not true. 
every everybody knows his resume and his greatness and his achievements and his skills and all of those things. That even if you're a LeBron hater and they're out there, you'd have to be a real you'd have to be dishonest, right? To to leave him off the list of best player of all time, to leave him off the list of best player in the league right now. You'd have to be doing it on purpose to get a reaction. But he's not just that. This is a guy that going into this season, look, Russell Westbrook needs to play well, needs to fit in. We need to get some mm-hmm. shots made from some other guys. Dwight's going to have to protect the paint, and Anthony Davis is going to have to step up and get healthy and all of the things that come along with being Anthony Davis. If LeBron isn't LeBron, the team's not going anywhere. If, Le- if LeBron isn't one of the best players in the league, maybe the best player in the league, a, a, a MVP candidate, the Lakers are a playoff team. Let, just, let's do this exercise, League. Yeah. If, you take, if you took him off of the Lakers, like, let's just say LeBron decided, you know what, I don't want to play Same anymore. team. Same team. Same yep. exact team without LeBron yep. James. It's a playoff team. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis and Russell Westbrook get you to the playoffs. That's mm-hmm. a playoff team, no question about it. Probably losing the first round, right? Second round at best. At best. With, and, with, I, and, and listen, I'm, I'm saying that this isn't – that's the reality of the situation. You go play the Phoenix Suns in round two – that team that just came off and won to the Western Conference, you're not beating the Suns in round two. You're not with LeBron James. Okay? So that, that just kind of puts it in perspective. You need to have LeBron James at his absolute best as the fifth oldest player in the league if you're going to go where you're going to go. That's the pressure that comes along with being LeBron James. That's how good he but is. But that, that's, that's the perspective to look at. The, the perspective to look at is – I went through a couple of these names, okay? The, the argument that I'm making about the Lakers, I continue to make, is don't worry that Carmelo is old. Don't worry about Trevor Ariza is old. Don't worry about Dwight Howard. Don't worry about Rondo. The reason why I'm, Gasol, don't worry. You know why I'm saying this? Is because you're only going to get 15 minutes a game from these guys. There's going to be, you're going to get some DNPs from Rondo in February because they're saying, you know what, let's just kind of keep them fresh for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with LeBron. No. Not, not only cannot do that, the opposite of that. I do need 30-plus minutes from LeBron. Yep. I do need him to score 25 points a game. I do need him and to flirt drop, with a triple-double yeah, every game. to drop eight or nine assists and uh-huh. to grab eight or nine rebounds. I need you to be an MVP as the fifth oldest guy in the league and play a ton of minutes and be the, be the guy that carries the water more often than not. And this, this is something we don't talk about with LeBron. Is he on the short list of best ever? Yeah. Is he, is he going to score the most points of anybody else in the league? Yeah. He's the fifth oldest player in the league, and he still has more responsibility. than. And this is not a guy taking a victory lap, looking for a ring, hanging around. No disrespect to a player like Paul Pierce, but the last few years, Paul Pierce just kind of knocking around, just sure. playing basketball, right? He wasn't an integral part of what those teams were doing. LeBron's the best player on a team that's favored to go win a championship. That's an extraordinary ask of a man who's the fifth oldest player in the league. By the way, and, and you know, with all that being said, last season – you would say he's the fifth oldest player in the NBA. He was also on a short list last season before he got injured as an MVP candidate, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we went this. Embiid, Jokic, uh, Damian Lillard, Steph, whatever you want to talk about. LeBron is still in that conversation. Not just in that conversation because we want to have him. In the, no, no, no. He's in that conversation because that's how effective he still is. And I, Look, I, I don't look at this as I don't want people to – listen to this and say, oh, here they go again, somebody else talking about the Lakers' age. That's not the point of our conversation right now. It's, can you believe LeBron's the fifth oldest player in the NBA and he's still doing what he's doing on a night-in, night-out basis with all the other names that we mentioned? And, oh, on top of that, um, Lakers got a chance to win another championship. 
Extraordinary. He's an extraordinary player. You can just keep adding things on top of it. We'll take some phone calls on that coming up in a bit. That's your Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Coming up at 15, it is Bunch of Funch on a Tuesday. But if you're on hold, stay there. we got lots more to talk about with the Dodgers and where that pressure actually lies. And ninth inning questions still exist for the Dodgers. Last night, not great. And like all geniuses, I can admit when I'm wrong. It's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, quick shout-out here. We appreciate Stat Hero. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first-ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the players in control and winning is within reach, and I know, Trav, you have personal experience in this. Yeah, last night, Christian Yelich really left me hanging. I was in I was in a good spot. I did a four-on-four MLB contest last night where I had to go up against the lineup that they post above uh, ahead of time. I knew who I was competing against. I did a double whammy. Yelich is good, had a chance to beat the Giants, got off to a good start, had a double, and then he struck out late in the game. I got some minus points there. He dropped me below the number, so it is hey, just awesome. Listen, I can't, I can't how about this? How, how about this? Just be, be a better GM. Okay, that's I'm, what I'm, I'm trying. Say. I'm trying. I'd be a better general manager. I went down last night. I'm going to play again tonight. I'm going to play every night, and I can't wait for uh, football season to get here. Stat Hero, made, uh, this this is for me. The, I, you know, fantasy sports is not my main lane, but this is awesome. It's easy. It's fun. The app is cool. I love it. All right, so this is how we do it. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN. Sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first pay. They're giving you a 300% match. Want. That's unheard of. <laughs> Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN. Stathero.com slash 710ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. People are hitting us up on the uh, Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, Slee. You ready for some of these? What do you got? Mello writes, uh, I don't think it's that Mello. This is Carmelo. Look at Carmelo going out of his way listening in the morning. 
another hour of Travis and Slee. Lord have mercy. You are a genius. Thank you, Mello. Appreciate that. This is from Tony Guajardo. The, the la- by the way, the last thing we need is somebody agreeing with you that you're a genius. I don't Look, know if that's good for the ob- show. It's pretty obvious. I don't think you have to. I mean, pretty when it's right there in front of you, Alex. When we right do our prep call, this is the one thing I don't understand. Emily and Funches know what I'm talking about. A couple times I've interrupted and you said the genius is talking. <laughs> the genius has spoken. You You've know made what? a point gonna... about, hey, we should take this angle. And then right when you're done, you say, the genius has spoken. I, and I, it just goes I'm, quiet. I'm going to get that carved on a piece of wood and hang it in my <laughs> office in here. I like that. Tony Guajardo writes, more Travis and Slee, awesome, which means more Rams talk and food, LOL. Thank you, Tony. That is good news. Chris Camello writes, why must we always play the, well, if you take LeBron off the Lakers, they won't win a title. Yeah, no kidding. The team's built around him and AD. If you take any star off their respective team, how far are they going to go? Okay, let's stop right there, Slee. If you took Anthony Davis off of the Lakers, mm-hmm. are they still a championship-caliber team? No, of course not. Of, co- of, of course not? Of course not. Absolutely not. No, they're Russell not. Westbrook it, and LeBron James, no yeah, chance. No, I, I, AD is – that's a bad example because Anthony Davis is just so unique of a player. does it on both sides of the floor. Listen, I, I, I see what he, what, what he took the point that we are making wrong. What, yes, if you take LeBron James out – the point that we're making is he's 36 years old and he's about to be 37 and he's in his 19th season in the NBA and he's played three additional seasons of the playoffs. That's the point that we're making. Mm-hmm. The point is is that you know when you see on paper that he's the fifth oldest player in the league, if you need any more appreciation for what he's doing, that adds another element that I don't when I I, I told you this when we first started this conversation. I didn't know that. I didn't know he's the fifth oldest. I knew he's obviously one of the older players in the NBA. I know we keep saying his 19th season to 18th, all that stuff. But when you put it on paper and you're putting that only Udonis Haslam and Andre Iguodala, think about how unuseful those players are. Carmelo Anthony, he's been Carmelo has been a shell of himself for three, four years. Yeah. So when when you put that in perspective, JJ Redick's not even on a roster. Right. Paul Millsap's not a roster, so that that's the point that we are making. Not well, if you take LeBron out, what is his team? No, it's the fact that he is where he is in his career, fifth oldest player in the league, still doing what he's doing. Yeah, this isn't Luca. If you take him off, this is a guy that's played twenty years. Travis and Slees brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. The pressure. More on the Giants. More on the Dodgers. Let's go to Compton this time. And Eric, Eric, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, good morning, Travis. Uh, good evening, Slee. I just got uh, two quick questions for y'all. The first is, I feel like the Dodgers are like the Warriors last year in the playoffs. Like, oh, they got Steph, they can beat anybody. But in the playing game, you know, they lost to Memphis. And I'm like, the Dodgers, I mean, the Giants, I feel like if they get in the playing game, it's like, guns loaded, we ready to go. And the second thing is, my son's three years old. In a decade, I'll tell him I had a blast at the 2020 Laker Championship Parade. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. No, uh, Look, I don't he know did why. Say, I just want to tell you, he said good morning to you. <laughs> he said good evening to me. I was going to say, are, are you still I, in? Are you still in the middle of uh, the only thing jet I lag? Think of, no, the only thing I could think of is he's accustomed 
to just maybe be hearing me on the post-game show. He's accustomed to hearing you on the morning show. Uh, maybe he has just said, I don't care what time I hear the both of you. You are good evening to me. You are good morning to me. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't think it really matters who goes into that wild card game. It's all the same for everybody. And I don't think it matters whoever comes out of it. I think it's all the same. If the Dodgers go in and come out, they're still in a pretty good spot. Giants go in and come out, they're still in a pretty good spot. The question is, you just don't know if you're going to come out. And we, we've seen Blake Snell, you Darvish, you know, whoever the Reds might throw at you on any given night. It could happen. I mean, this Senzatella guy that pitched against the Dodgers on Sunday, I might have got his last name a little wrong. This is a guy that the Dodgers had clubbed into submission like eight times in a row. He locked, <laughs> he locked him up. He, he, I, mean, I think he actually said after the game, it's the best game, best, best game he's pitched in his, uh, in his major league career. <laughs> that, and that's terrifying. That's mm-hmm. the part that's super scary. Let's try another one. Los Angeles, Mike. Mike, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, great show. Uh, hey, I Travis, agree. the thing, I, I'm going to you first because it's a basketball, uh, baseball knowledge. Uh, it's the Giants, of course. They've been ahead for four months, and they've been winning on the margins. They've won lucky games, and now they're starting pitching and starting to falter. And if it comes down to starting pitching, I like our chances. Here's but, but, the problem. Hey, Mike, Mike, let, Mike, let me just respond to that. So you're saying it's the Giants, of course, but – you wouldn't be surprised or shocked if you know if I'd have told you this. I get how long they've been in the lead, but the entire time they've been in the lead, the conversation is, well, when are they going to give the lead up? With the Dodgers, you don't have that conversation. Dodgers is no, they're supposed to do this. The bigger story but, is that the Dodgers are not giving are it up. They're getting the run Giants. down. They're they're not giving it up. The Dodgers are running them down. There's a difference between those two things. Cal, a month ago, and I heard some giant station and Brandon Belt came on and said, yeah, we know the Dodgers aren't going away. So they know the Dodgers are going to be right on them. But here's the problem, uh, Travis. I'm worried whatever series we go into because we're at a managerial disadvantage. With Dumbo Roberts, we don't sure he's going to make the right call in the eighth inning and bring in Kenley Jansen. And that guy couldn't manage the Torrance Little League team. <laughs> all right, Mike. So let, let, let's talk about First this. First don't, don't underestimate the Torrance Little League team. Let's they, just get that out. Ohio right got him. Bummer. I like it when California makes a run in the Little League World Series. Always fun. Um, I don't think they're at a disadvantage. I, I really don't. I think Dave Roberts does a fine job. I, You ready? See, this is what another layer of my genius, Al. Okay. I, I realize when maybe one of my theories – this is what makes me a great intellect is that when I, when I look at these things and I say, hey, you know what, there might be a problem in that, in that theory. Let me, let me rework it. We saw Blake try it in the ninth inning last night, and it didn't mm-hmm. look great. It didn't. It, 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 I know that there was a broken you know, bat hit. No, nobody's really talking about it. Yeah. Right? Well, two, two things. Number one, mm-hmm. this, because I am a genius, I said this is how it was going to go. They are going to have uh, Kenley Jansen have some nights off along the way, right? Hey, we're going to give him a night. Hey, Kenley, you're cool. You're still our guy, but uh, we're going to let Blake do it tonight. That's, that's as much to get a feel for what he's going to look like in the ninth inning, Blake Trinan, as it is to give Kenley a night off. It serves two things at the same time. It didn't look he did great. pitch. He did pitch two days in a row. He did. So, he did. So I, I, that one is a is a much easier out than okay. the guy was well rested. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get deep into this because I, you, you're right, but they set it up to be right. There's no reason Kenley Jansen pitches the the eighth inning in a five to nothing game you're right unless about you that. unless you right don't want that. him to pitch the next day. Mm-hmm. That's that's why he pitched mm-hmm. the day before. And anyway, that's here, neither here nor there. They they set it up so they could give him sure. a night off. Sure. Um. Broken bat hit. Seeing I hit, neither ball really barreled up, and so a little bit of bad luck there. Now, the little bit of good luck followed right thereafter where Ken, or I should say Blake Trinan was pitching from behind, 
Blake Trinan's pitching to guys 201 I don't care what kind of – even if you're Max Scherzer or Walker Bueller, if you're pitching 201 to guys, they're going to get you. And, and the Braves didn't last night, but they were one swing of the bat away from tying the game or taking the lead. And this is the guy that – and this is why I keep coming back to Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw needs to get healthy. A, you'd rather have him than not have him. But B, it frees up Urias to pitch in the ninth inning, eighth inning of really close playoff games because I don't love either one of those options down there right now. And, and let me let me be in the interest of full disclosure, Al. Sure, sure. While you were gone, Kenley Jansen was awesome. Mm-hmm. He was really, really good. He pitched his butt off. He looked great. Still don't trust him really in those situations, but I still think that the Kershaw-Urias piece is the piece for that ninth inning in the playoffs. Well, this is uh, this is kind of the beauty of this next week. Um, they're going to be close games. You're going to have close games against the Braves. You'll certainly have some close game against the Giants. See what Roberts does in those predicaments, those situations. All right, coming up in 15 minutes, can anybody here in L.A. do what Bill Belichick did this morning? We'll get into that. But bunch of funch coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month and no contract. Get You can also get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299 all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, Less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Funch. All right, guys. Have you heard of Bootsy Bellows? No. Never. Alan no. Sewell, have you heard of Bootsy Bellows? Uh, I have not. Okay, well, Bootsy Bellows is a very hot club that's in West Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they'll be moving. Yeah, absolutely. They'll, they'll be having their own little lounge inside of SoFi Stadium. Sure. Ooh. Now, the 2,000-foot lounge will be near the end zone and will offer 24 seats, but really 80 can fit in the suite if they were dancing on a dance floor. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work, but I want to see it. But anyway, there will be a DJ booth and also you know, customary bottoms, bottle service like, quick, yeah. in uh, every quick other club. question, Funches, when you were doing your research against some information on this, will there be whistles? <laughs> yeah. Will there be strobe lights? Of course, man. And also the sparkles or whatever, you know, with, with the ladies what, coming in. Guys, look, when it comes to club and ask me, I'm clearly yeah. the guy to go to. Yep. So, you know, my question is, uh, I'll start will with Will Travers be hammered <laughs> during the post game because he went down there? Well, I was going to say, when are, we gonna have, when are we going to have the Travis and Sliwa watch party slash uh-huh. dance party slash yep. Rams pre and post game at sure. Bootsy Bellow Suite? It's a good Al. question. It's a it's a great question. I'm glad you bring it up, Funches. As 
you know, uh, individuals who have an ad running during a Rams game. Um, it, it's a big deal what's going on out there at SoFi. It's not the it's not the fact that fans were just let in for the first time. It's not the fact that it's five billion dollars. Uh, if that stadium and the Rams um, they want to continue to thrive, they probably should not have a viewing party at their club with Travis and I as the headliners. Well, it's going to be you because I'm working. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm unavailable during Rams games because I have I a Lakers be... game that day. I don't even know which day we're talking about. Yeah, not every but day you don't. It's not every I'm Sunday. I'm prepping. I'm prepping. There's Sundays. There's Mondays. There's opportunities. So, Funch, I think you and Slee should take the bull by the horns and start scheduling the uh, Travis and Slee will watch. So party. what do you do? Let me just kind of throw us out there. What happens when the camera's panning to a, a fade to the back of the end zone and they just see the the club is going on? Like I, I'm just trying to kind of understand here. What the I'll perception and the view is. The, I don't think the, anyone's the, watching a game when they're the in there. Per, their perception is, how do I get in there? <laughs> how, who do I know? Who can I call? How do I get into something like that? This is L.A., right? This is not Milwaukee or, or somewhere where, you know, we, we just like the, the game. and we, we like the game. That's fine. But we need something else in a club in the corner of the end zone. We're in on that. All right, guys, uh, it's back again. I wanted to do this last week with Morrison in, but since Lee wasn't in, I'll, I guess I'll do it today. Um, we got the cameo game again. Hey, oh, yay. Okay. okay. Like All right, Funches. All right, Let's since, do it. Let's since do it. it's uh, college football, we're going to do a UCLA-USC edition of the cameo game. So I'm going to start with um, a former running back from the glory days of USC, the yin to Reggie Bush's yang, Lendo White. Let's start with uh, Travis. Lendo White's cameo fee is $50. Sliwa. I'm going to go $50.30. Emily. I'm going to go $49. Oh, well, hold on. Before you give me the answer, Emily, you're, you're, if this is how this is going to go, yeah, and I have to hit it She's exactly right her window right. here. You're, is, you're only giving yourself a $1 cushion here. This is Lindell no, White. He's got He's an icon under. around here. She's got everything under oh, yeah, that's right. 49. It doesn't matter if it goes over. Yeah. Well, Sliwa pays it pays to do what Sliwa did because it's $50, it's 100 bucks. 100 bucks for Mr. Lindell White. Trav, Funch, I don't wait, I'm not a cameo just, customer. Yeah. Do do we know how often people request his services? I mean, do you can know? go up look up his profile and see how many times he's got work actually. I want to know how many times people have paid $100 to do that. I'm curious. This this by far was the best round ever to see Trav get <laughs> Just boxed the in. Genius. Like that. You know what I mean? Just get boxed in. Maybe Emily and I had a conversation before. You know, who knows? But I'm just saying you gotta be better. All right. Uh we got a couple more. We'll go we're gonna go with former UCLA head coach, not surprised it didn't work out, Jim Mora. We'll start, uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with uh Sliwa. Right, Jim Mora. <laughs> I got a feeling Trav is uh gonna <laughs> stake some revenge on this one. Uh let's go Mora gets forty dollars. All right, Emily. That might be actually nice. I was gonna say seventy-five. You know, oh, see, this, like it. this game sucks. <laughs> Travis. No, no. <laughs> okay, wait. You complained when you were first. Now you complain that you're last. When do you no. want to go? No, 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 no. You guys did the thing where I picked fifty. You picked fifty-one. <laughs> she picked forty-nine. Price this is right. Time, rules, man. This, this time, I didn't pick fifty-one. You... I went even closer than that. I did thirty cents over you. I, I, I picked nine thousand dollars. There. How's that for a pick? Well, um, Allen wins a point again. It's yeah, only fine. $50 for Jim Moore. Rigged. Fake, fake, fake game. Lame uh, game. Might uh, <laughs> be the best game I've ever played. Let's keep going. All right, so let's, you know what? The genius. Let's, let's go with a current uh, player right now. Uh, UCLA $85. quarterback. $85. <laughs> 
UCLA, UCLA, UCLA quarterback Dorian Thompson uh, Robinson. Let's uh, we'll start with Emily. How about that? I don't know. Twenty bucks. I'm gonna go. It's just a number. Just came to the top of my. I'm gonna go with eighty-five dollars. <laughs> um, I've seen Dorian Thompson Robinson play for four years. He will give you five thousand dollars if you call him. <laughs> it's that that guy is really give us a number. Give us a real down. number here. Real number I, here. Five bucks. It, it, and it, because there's no way anybody's paying more for it, unless it's SC fans trolling their UCLA. And buddies. Siwa, what did you say, Siwa? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. And Travis again. Uh, five. <laughs> Emily gets the point. It's sixty dollars. Okay, sixty dollars. Not, not right, bad, right? He's a actually, he's a he's a current player right now. You know what my takeaway from this is? What's that? We need to get on cameo. Because if, if if DTR is getting sixty bucks a crack, there there might be a market for us to get right, five or six let's, bucks. Let's say this. Let's go with one more. We'll say this last one is worth okay, ten points. One. Ten final points. One here. This yep. last one's worth ten points. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL Hall of Famer and former USC AD Lin Swan, Travis. Hmm. Lin Swan, Hall of Famer, famous, former but AD. Also, but he's also a certain age where cameo customers may not. be I believe he had an age. appearance in the Waterboy, Adam Sandler's Waterboy. I think you're right. I think he was. Uh, I'll go nice round number. I'll say fifty for Lin Swan. One twenty-five. Emily, did you just say one twenty-five, Alan? Yep. I was going to say that. I, I I'm going to say one thirty then. <laughs> And it looks like Emily wins the game. She gets Emily 10 wins. points. And I feel like we all win when Travis loses. <laughs> it's I feel like we all win. <laughs> Lin Swan. We're all geniuses. Lin Swan is $288 wow. for his cameo. Wow. Oh, 88, of course. In. That's because he was number 88. Sure. That's that makes all, That's a lot of money for uh, Lin Swan. All right. That's it? Good stuff, Funches. Good stuff, Funches. No, no, not 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 his best. Yeah, effort. you're not a fan. Not, you're not, not a his fan best. Funches will have a conversation. Well, that's because, Travis, later. you lost. <laughs> well, of course. Have you guys not figured out that I don't like to lose at things yet? I hate I hate games unless I yeah, win. Yeah, but you can't, and then you can't awesome. be you can't be upset at a cameo game. You can't be that competitive guy. You know when people Watch say, me. "Oh, I can't lose in anything." It's like, okay, let's relax here. Well, you can. I don't lose like it. I don't like don't it matter. when there's a conspiracy to beat me. I, I really don't like that part. Coming up in 15 minutes is Julio Urias the key to winning another World Series? We need to give him the credit too. He's been absolutely fantastic. But up next. Could Sean McVay do what Bill Belichick just did with Cam Newton? That's coming up. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.